What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle Project Podcast. This is your host, Nick Marcos, and this is my newest project where I'm sitting down with local business owners and community members who truly embody the hustle mentality. We're going to dive in deep and get their amazing stories of the ups, the downs, and everything in between. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you want to be an entrepreneur, or you're just someone who enjoys hearing the stories behind our community's movers and shakers, this is the podcast for you. So tune in and take pride knowing that we have these great people with incredible stories living right here in our neighborhood. Make sure you tune in weekly for our newest episodes. For more information, check out our website, hustleprojectpodcast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Project Podcast. Enjoy this week's episode, guys. So let's let's um, let's talk about what you're up to here because I think it's pretty amazing to see where the world of like um, how would you categorize this? Um, I I categorize this as um, photography art. Photography art. Right. But there was a time in the so because this is a podcast, we can't really be very visual. Yeah, so show, I gotta, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> so you got to jump out to angryelfstudio.com and check it out. But um, really, what Jeremy's doing is everybody remembers taking pictures, like when you played hockey or baseball or basketball, you would take pictures, or even if you did dance, um, you know, at, on the ice or at the baseball field with your bat and your favorite glove. But but now with technology and what Jeremy's up to, he's providing that same service for the youth programs in the area, but he's elevated the quality to the point where now it's like uh, on a green screen mm-hmm. and you can put anything you want in the background. Tell us a little bit about like what what the premise is, what it's all about. So it's actually called composite art. Composite um, art. So photography, composite art. Um, and it's comprised of just, it's taking your photography and you're mixing it with your graphic arts and you're kind of blending them together to create a real image. Right. Um, so all of this work and all the work you're seeing on my um, my website, it's all shot on a green screen. Right. Shot in studio or on location on a green screen. I cut you out, and then I, I just create whatever world I want to create. I can really yeah, put you and it's anywhere. Pretty <laughs> badass stuff. I mean, you have like uh, I have a picture here in front of me of of a of a girl softball player, and she and behind her is like a stadium at night with the with like the the smoke coming up the dusk. Yeah. So it's like under the night under the night lights with the smoke coming up with trophies in the background and like a fence, like, and it looks real. So how did you get into this business? Um, so I started, um, like I was telling you, with the um, before we started. I got that one little digital camera. Mm-hmm. I had Photoshop. There was no numbers out Take there. Take me back. What year is this? <laughs> so it's been 2001. 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Um, cheap little. So this is like first generation digital yeah, cameras. It, the digital, it was like $400. It wasn't right. then, it wasn't cheap. $400 for a little digital camera was, was pretty, pretty yeah, pricey. It's a lot of money. Um, and I would take these little shots of my daughter with like blankets behind her or whatnot, bring her into Photoshop and learn. Then it was the pen tool. There was none of these. Amazing, like selection tools that right. so you get to down to the nitty gritty. You yeah. to manually do this stuff. You're yeah. zooming in, and then you're like manually with like a little pen tool trying to cut out right. all these little shapes. I um, mean, it would take you hours and hours and hours to cut somebody out. Right. And then to try to, I had no idea. Like you had to, all these aspects of it of blending them in, make it look real. Like what makes a photo look real? So now technology's made it a lot easier. It has, yeah. So has that helped you sort of uh, make your business out of it, or was was it something that you were going to do regardless? Um, it's actually kind of built my business model because my like my whole theory behind this is I really want to change the way that you and everybody else, parents, right. um, are viewing sports and, and kids are viewing sports. You don't really see this kind of thing except for 
on advertisements for like NHL, Agreed. NFL. Or on the Wheaties box. On a Wheaties box, yeah, you're right. Like, so it's literally like your opportunity to have your Wheaties moment. Yeah. Back in the day, it was the like what it was was whatever the real actual experience was. So like you took a picture of yourself at the baseball field, like in your uniform, and that was like authentic to what you were up to. But yeah. in today's world, it seems like everybody wants to showcase sort of the best version of themselves. And this fits in perfectly because it, it allows young kids now to show the best version of of themselves in their sport yeah. by by changing the background to something that's like, and it's not generic, they're custom yeah. backgrounds, right? They are, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, you, I see a hockey player here, and he's sitting on like a uh, an ice skating rink with a with a with a net behind him and smoke coming off the ground. It's, it looks fantastic, and you ha it's a, v a very visual thing. So I would highly recommend if you have a second to pop on his website or check him out on Facebook. Um, but tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, where are you from originally? I was born in Worcester, here okay. in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about living in Worcester. I was really young. <laughs> My family then moved up to uh, uh, up to Maine. We I grew up on like a, a small little dairy farm. Yeah. Um, but that didn't last very long. I did guess. you always, um, or when did you start to realize that you were creative? Um, then I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old, and I started drawing um, on a farm. All you had to draw was animals. Right. Um, so I started looking at pictures and drawing, looking at a picture, draw. Now, I can't draw from memory. I can't look at you and then go, oh, I'm not right. one of those artists. I'm visual, <laughs> but if I see it, I can draw it. Sure. Basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I that's what I started doing. I just started drawing, 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 drawing. And it wasn't until I think my grandmother gave me like this old Pentex camera. Oh, I started yeah. started mm -hmm. playing with film, right. but I was young. Film was expensive, um, so they got <laughs> you. You may or may not remember these. They got me these little like long cameras. Yeah, I remember them. It was like a Polaroid. Camera. Yeah, and you'd stick these flash tubes in the top, yep, and yeah. every picture you'd take, the little flash would pop in there. Yeah, I've never used one. I wasn't into <laughs> photography, but I saw them. Yeah, I mean, how old are you? I'm, for, I'm, for, I'm 40. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. So that was it. A light went off at that point, and you were like, oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a creative. Fun. I'm yeah. creative. So then clearly the rest of the story is you embraced your creativity, and you went to art school, and you became this artist, right? Am I? Essentially, yeah, but yeah. Before, before any of the... The art really, really took hold. Um, in 2002, I, I went to boot camp. Um, what kind of boot camp? Uh, I went to the Coast Guard boot camp in Cape May, New oh, Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, what made you make that decision to go from I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm aspiring, I'm an aspiring creative to Coast Guard, very structured, regimented. So where I grew up, um, didn't grow up. It was poverty was normal. Mm -hmm. Debt was everything. So I, I grew up very poor. Um, and when you're wasn't then wife, but um, is pregnant. You you got to really kind of figure out. Oh, so you were young and, and young. Your, your girl was yeah. pregnant, and you were like, you know what? I got to make a man out of myself. You got it. And I got to take on some responsibilities. That's yep. a tough decision, man. It Tell was. me a little bit about that. This is, I mean, in hindsight now, you know, you're happy. Things are going really good for you. Do you feel like you made the right decision going to the Coast Guard? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's been the best ride of my life. No kidding. Yeah. So it never really felt like you. Because originally you did it sort of because you had to do something, yep. but you ended up falling in love with it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. So I, I fell in love the minute I walked into the recruiter's office and they show you this amazing video of this, I didn't know it then, but it's a 47 motor lifeboat crashing through the waves, swooping in, saving the day. I was like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> Were you into um, like the ocean? Never. And, no, right? Because <laughs> you wouldn't catch Never. me on <laughs> No, right? Never, but I love adrenaline. So okay. um, I was like, that's what I want to do. And they were like, oh, well, you want to be a bosun mate? Well, that's what you got to do. So right. 
that was that was the story there. I mean, in in October of 2002, I was on a bus on, the, on my way you. to Cape May. Good for you. And you're still in the Coast Guard, obviously. I am, yeah. yep. And um, that's still something that you have to do, sort of learn to balance your creativity versus the Coast Guard, right? There so, is, yeah. So it must be kind of refreshing to get like to, to like dive into some creative work after like spending a whole like a few shifts just kind of working with, with the Coast Guard, isn't it? Oh, it is. this is my um, I call it this my my coping um, mechanism because no matter what is going on in my life, if I stop, take a picture, or even get back to work because I'm over, <laughs> I've got plenty of work to do. Right. Um, I, I just zone. Yeah, I get into my groove. I get into that flow, and I just start working. Feels so great. And it feels it? good. You just forget about everything. Yeah, I I'm get in that my way with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I enjoy. I, I enjoy it because it, it. It's one of the few times where, like, literally, it doesn't matter at what pace the world is working around you, or like what's going on in life, or if your phones are like. It just doesn't matter. All you care about is just completing the task to yeah. the best of your ability. It's. Right. I find that in a lot of stuff. I mean, sometimes just like you know, doing yard work, you you know, get into the zone. I think that's an out for a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, but having a lot more creative influence on it, like you, how creative can you get, you know, raking leaves? <laughs> Clearly not that much. But but when you get to do something like this where you actually get to feel good and make people happy, and that's mm -hmm. like, that's really cool. Um, the best part about this is when you deliver the photos. Right. So I just did um, the, the PBD Youth Football. Yeah. I did their, their entire league. Yeah, so you're getting into like um, – a lot of youth programs are now high. I'm following you on Facebook, and I notice, first of all, actually, why don't you have an Instagram? I have uh, an Instagram for me, for oh. Jeremy Standring. I don't have one for Angry I Elf. feel like, and I'm no ex <laughs> I'm not a social media expert here, but I really feel like your demographic is huge on Instagram. Like, it teenage is. kids are big on Instagram. Um, so I have, so majority of the followers are following the artist. Oh, okay. So I have. So it's a, is it intentional? Yes. Okay, all right, yep. sorry, never mind. So you do have an Instagram. I just didn't I find have an Instagram. It. Yeah, it's just under, it's so, under me. So there's. Um, but I am following you, and I noticed that there's a lot of, like, recently, it seems like a lot of these. Um, Youth programs are starting to jump on the bandwagon. So here's the... I mean, it doesn't take much. If I was a young kid and I saw my friend took one of these, and then I had, like, the one, you know, the old school one where it's just, like, me with a bat on a, you know, at the field, I'd be like, no way. Right. <laughs> so little by little. So the way the, the photography, except for the youth, um, works, there's, there's so many commercial companies out there. Um, and they get you to sign one, two, three years. They give you some incentives or whatnot. Free iPad, free this, free that. Right. I mean, if you join three years, and then and that's just silly to me to begin with. Like, what, what are you signing a three-year contract with to take pictures of the kids every year? Yeah. Why don't they just get a new guy every year and and, and keep it keep them honest, like get get good pricing? And you would think. Yeah. So they're locked in three years, um, and then these these photographers show up, and the, the, these commercial companies they're not photographers, they're not artists. Yeah. They're businessmen. Right. They're just coming out, snapping the. the they want money. That's it. Right. They're looking at like. 200 kids, we're selling $60 packages. There's right. money right Check there. Out, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and the people that are coming out there are the, are the people who are buying DSLRs and saying, hey, I took a really cool picture. I can be a photographer. Right. They're showing up and the, the work is just, it's terrible. Right. Parents are upset. They've paid for money, reshoots the whole nine yards. Now people are seeing this work and they're right. like, hey, can I get out of my contract? Can I hire you? Can you come in? Can we do this? Like, right. They're starting to see the light kind of. Because, um, I mean, out with the old, in with the new kind of thing. At some point, you're gonna get maxed out, though. I mean, the, you're one guy. A point, it's it's so the like la the last two days shooting with uh, Cape Ann, it was my brother and I, right. um, and my wife 
she was coming from Boston on the train, coming to Gloucester on the commuter, taking a, a, a cab over to the school to help us out. Right. And yeah, it's just the three of us right now. This we are. I want to be maxed out. Right. I want to well, be doing two or three leagues in, in a month, but not just me. I want to be able to have little satellites. Right. I want this kind of artwork and this kind of style to be the normal. A hundred percent, it's going to be. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it right now. It just makes sense. Like, who wants to? Sh- once someone else can showcase the best version of themselves, then that's the bar. Like, I'm right. not. I'm not going to be happy with with a picture of me at the little league field. I want a picture of me with like. Fenway Park in the background, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, or something like that. Um, Fenway, not but not, Fenway. but not Fenway. Sure, <laughs> yeah, he's holding up the quote sign. Um, so, at, so you're in the Coast Guard and you're still doing photography the whole time. Yeah. Um, you have a family. I do. And you have this side hustle. Big time. <laughs> at some point, the side hustle sounds like it's going to take over. It has. It has already. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Is there an exit strategy for from the Coast Guard, and then are you going to focus on this full time? And you're going to. Uh, I retire in six months. So the entire time, so I've got a total of 18 years in. Usually it's 20. Okay. Um, but through the entire 18 years in the service, it's a seagoing service. So when you're doing rescues and you're nonstop out on the water, there's no shocks on a boat. So I'm the one that's in charge of driving that boat, so I'm not the one moving around as much, so I'm stable. So the constant compression, the slamming of the boat in the water, right. has compressed my spine. Um, so I've had surgery in my neck. I've had vertebrae no fused. Kidding. Oh yeah, I've got plates in my neck. Um, severe arthritis through my entire back, hips, knees, um, and there comes a point where wow, I can't get so underway you, anymore. So you're, and, you're el- and you're eligible <laughs> yeah. for it, so you're going to do it. Yeah, I am. And then, so what most people don't realize about the the Coast Guard, we're the smallest service um, with the biggest responsibility. Right. We're not over in Iraq on the front lines, no, like no, a majority sure. of the, like the services are. Um, but we're over here, we're, we're doing drug trafficking, we're doing human smuggling, yeah. um, we're doing search and rescue you're cases. You're basically like our, you're our, def- you're our domestic defense. Yeah, we're you, homeland I mean, like we security. Have, we yeah. have foreign defense, so we call it defense, <laughs> it's offense, but yeah. foreign defense and then we have domestic defense and you guys are the front lines of our domestic defense. No, I can appreciate, look yeah. man, I appreciate the service. I appreciate anybody serving the country, and I think it's an amazing opportunity for if it works for your lifestyle. And I love the fact that it's a choice. Like I love the fact that we have the choice; we can serve if we want. But the people who do choose that life, you know, I always have the utmost respect for. So thank you for for your service. But well, pleasure is all mine. But that's not what this is. <laughs> no, no, that's just <laughs> well, a little backstory. Yeah, so talk to me about about the hustle, the grind of this. Like, what do you think is so? The technology exists, and what oh, I yeah. notice a lot, too, with social media is a lot of these young kids, they're nasty with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that they lack that we talked about a little bit before the podcast was that what they do lack is the drive to put all the pieces together and act. Like, a lot of these young kids are in the knowledge business. Like, they're trying to get knowledge. Like, they're, they're for some reason, taught that the more knowledge you have, the better off somehow you are. Knowledge is power. Right. Well, that's the, that's what mm-hmm. they say. But the truth is, and you and I both know, that action is power. Yeah. Right? It's acting. It's doing it. Like, if the technology already exists, y- there's a lot of young kids who can probably do this. But they just oh, yeah. can't. They just can't act on it. Um, what do you think... Moving forward, do you feel like that's a threat to you, or do you really think that acting on it is going to be a long-term issue for these kids? Because eventually, some 22-year-old kid's going to want to do this. Oh, so the minute this starts taking off, and people are like, this dude's making money doing this? Right. I can go hire some graphic artists and just sit back and want somebody to do this on their own. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but my idea is building, is building a brand. 
Right. So we've we've already got some other plans. Um, in oh, the so works. you do have other continu uh -huh. Yeah, you have other oh, ideas yes. going. Okay. So there's another step in our in our process um, that we've we've tested at like Comic Cons. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, and we're going to roll it out into the sports world, and we are. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna blow the minds. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, and people can't see this, so they're not gonna really, you know, they can't really wrap their head around what we're looking at. So you got to take a look at this stuff if you're listening. But like opening up, I, I honestly I see this and I'm like, you need to be in the mall. You need to have like a storefront at the mall, where like people can actually visually appreciate. Like I feel like the more people can see this, would really. Get, like you could put on a Batman costume, walk into your studio, take a picture, and you could put me in Gotham City mm -hmm. with like the Joker behind me. I already have. Right, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and that can happen quick, and it's actually quite affordable. Mm -hmm. And in today's day and age, like that's something that can make um, your Instagram or your Facebook. You can just make you that much cooler. I, I I just feel like there's kids lining up for this. Am I right? The parents are lining up. The parents up are lining up for the it. Parents yeah. are like they're sick of. I had. I had a coach tell me last night, and it was it was a little disconcerting. It's heartbreaking almost. Um, I had him take a picture with his son, like his son did his regular individual photo, but he just wanted to take one for the team. He didn't want like another individual. Right. And that's what the dad said. I don't want another individual, and I don't need another team photo. They're sitting in a drawer. Okay, it's heartbreaking to me because right. because he's putting you on the same level as all yeah, the other of all the other, yeah. and that's what that's what was really the driving point behind this. I want to change this whole sports photography yeah. out with the old in with the new, this no more on the field, no more with well, football in front of a tennis court, which was kind of <laughs> weird, like the team photos, <laughs> but, they, like, but, they but do it that. happens. Yes. So I, I want that to change. Like my team photos, I know nobody can see this. This is shot on a green screen. Each one of these kids was shot individually. Right. You bring it in and you create them all. All eyes are looking at me. All smiles are looking at me. They're all level. It's yeah, a clean looking it's photo. Amazing. Yeah. And it didn't take me an hour to wrangle all these kids to right. line them up. So you're just basically taking individual photos and lining them up on a screen and making a team photo. Yeah. So yeah. I, pretty I, amazing. We roll them right through. They come in. They right. hand us an order form. They process payment. Yeah. They come in, I shoot them, two or three different poses. Yeah. Parent picks the pose. So the parents are there. They see the pictures on the screen. So the parent likes the photo before that's I've it. even done this. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so, so talk to me a little bit about scale and, and um, sort of like long term or you not getting swallowed up by a bunch of little guys that are going to start doing this. You're probably going to have to get a little bit bigger mm -hmm. and, and be that number one on the North Shore. Yeah. So what are your plans for that? So, without really giving it away. Well, <laughs> you have a studio now? I do. So, we have a 420-foot, uh, square-foot studio in uh, South Hamilton. It's, it's a converted my garage. Yep. Um, that was one of the first things we did when we bought the house. It's converted the garage it was to the studio? Convert the garage to That's the studio. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. So, I walk out my door. I walk to work. I don't have to fight yeah. this traffic. Um, yeah. I mean. So, but if you're on the North Shore, South Hamilton, you know, it's a long ride up from, say, Revere or... Mm -hmm. Or even Peabody. We're mobile. Oh, you so you do a lot of stuff mobile. Ninety percent of it. Yeah. People, what this brings is the people going, "Holy crap! Look what he can do right. out in the middle of a field." I want to book a personal session with him. Mm -hmm. So they come into the studio and we start doing stuff like this. Yes. I know. I know. I know nobody can hear it, but like this is a client package I have to deliver. She's an ice skater. Right. She wasn't jumping on the ice. Yeah. She that was, looks amazing. Yeah. Like that's yeah, really cool. Right? It's so it's yeah. The long term, um, I'm not. I'm concerned. We're always going to be concerned, but you, you I think if you network, if you yes. like, they, they were willing to sign three-year contracts 
with companies that had no personal touch that were doing the lowest quality possible. Mm -hmm. um, so clearly, they would be willing to sign contracts with you as well. Well, I'm a big giver. I, I am a sports dad. My son's in, in club hockey, and we were talking earlier, sports is not cheap. No, it's not. And no. every kid in this world, if they want to play sport, should be afforded that opportunity to play sport. So we're all about giving back. So when you sign a contract with us for right. the year for us to do your photos, you're signing into 20% of whatever sales we're getting. It's going right back into your league. So you actually give 20% back. We do. So if you charge $1,000 for a package, you're giving $200 back to the, say, the you know, Lynn Youth Hockey? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty yeah, amazing. So we're going to be working with Lynn Youth, so that's, that's a huge... Yeah. Whatever we're selling to the parents, that money's going right back into their program. So do you do you create you know do you have boundaries on what they can use it for? Or do you just make a donation, no. general donation? It's to a the general charity? donation. If if you know the the league and the board, I'm I'm hoping they take that money and they just roll it into the program, buy new uniforms, new right. equipment, buy everything. Whatever they might need. Whatever it for. they need. Ice time. Ice. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so expensive. Two oh, three hundred dollars yeah. for Hockey an hour of ice. Yeah. 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 So I'm working on this gym um, with a friend of mine in Salem. Uh, we're opening up this gym it's called hoop city and it's an indoor basketball training facility really cool spot um we'll be open probably like in a month and i was actually speaking with him about offering a service where we can have the kids come in and do a photo shoot and we can provide them with pictures as sort of as the pack as part of the package so mm -hmm. in other words if you're like if you buy a six-month membership um that includes one photo session with angry elf studios or something like that right um and I told him about it, and he's like, you got to show me who this angry elf is. And so I showed him. You know, <laughs> it's angry it sounds, elf. Yes. <laughs> no, I love it. If you see the back of my shirt, it right. says the, the angry, angry elf. elf. That's right, right. yeah. Right? So um, I showed it to him, and he was blown away. Oh, awesome. You know, and this is, a, this is a former NBA player who's been around a lot of, you know, high-quality photography, you know, for magazines right. and, and, and shoots and stuff like that. Um, so he saw that, and he was like, wow, this is blown. And so now we're thinking, even I'm thinking, what a great competitive advantage it is on the on the private side. Never mind youth programs, but on right. the private side to be able to offer something like that to my clients as a way to get them to sort of buy into the brand first of all, mm -hmm. and second of all, um, showcase you know the image of the brand to other people by offering them these free photos. But so we got to talk business when we're done. When Absolutely. We're done with this. But I want to take it back to the hustle a little bit. So what yeah. was when did you realize in your life that you when did you have sort of that first entrepreneurial aspiration? Like because being a photographer doesn't necessarily mean you want to like sell photography. It sometimes means you just enjoy capturing moments or or, or places. Or, right. When did that happen for you? When did you first feel the need to say, you know what, I want to monetize this or I want to take on the responsibilities of being an entrepreneur? So. We were probably at my tenure and active duty um, point where I was always gone. I was never home, um, and something needed to change. Um, I, most people who are in the military that long, when they get out, they're kind of like, Ooh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my life now? Right. Like, back to school, what do I do? So and that's my wife and I. We sat down, and that's what we came up with. She's like, you're a fantabulous photographer, and you've mm -hmm. got such a creative mind. Go back to school. So I used some of that GI Bill, and I, I put myself into um, a, an art school in Miami. Um, and I started going through the photography program. Started going, started going, and I'm like, I'm wasting money. Because you already basically like, knew all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm wasting my money. I'm like, I need, I need digital art stuff. I know the photography aspect. I've got that mechanics down. So it started going off to where I was having 
having classmates come to my house and I was teaching <laughs> there and helping them with finals. You became the professor. Yeah, kind of. Right. Um, but I, I, I started getting into more of the learning more technical aspects of Photoshop because that is the most incredible program. I mean, they have summits. Adobe has summits. And there's next weekend, huge summits where the, the minds of, of, of Adobe get together and they, they tell you about the new ways right. that the pro, where the programs go and the new tools. Like, it will blow your mind what that program can do. Do you go to these? I, I would like to, but this, I'm too busy. I'm booked right. out the week yeah. that it's going on. But yes, yeah, right. you've got to go to these. That's how you stay with the time. Right. You, you need to know what's up and coming. Like, what's the new software? What's, what's the next step for Adobe? There's only so much Right, because eventually do. someone's going to take the space, not take it from you, but they're going to challenge you in the space. And there's only oh, much, yes. so much money to be made, and, and you're going to be needing yeah. Sort of whatever the next. I mean, that happens to us in the car business all the time too. It's like, what, you know, what's what's the next thing right now? Transparency is really hot, and I hope it sticks around forever. But ten years ago, transparency wasn't a relative process. was wasn't a relative part of the process in the right. car buying. I mean, everybody wanted it, but you know, sometimes you have to listen to your customers and get that feedback, and then make the adjustments. Um, you are at the front of the trend, so you're sort of creating. You're not really concerned with critique because it's not going to be that much anyways. But you're not really. You're at the leading edge, a um, little more difficult. But if you don't attend those summits, you're just guessing. You are. When you t attend those summits, you get you know first first hand account. People who are actually creating the programs are giving you the advice on where things are going to go because they're creating the software that's going to make it go there. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the, and the the most creative minds you will ever meet are at some of these places. Yeah, I can. Um, and you never stop learning. Like mm -hmm. I learn something new every time I get into that program, yeah. and it's by accident. Like. Whoa. Well, that worked out really cool. I'm going to do that again. Let me yeah. figure out how I did that. Yeah. So you, you're, you, basically you guys as a family, your wife and yourself kind of sat down and said, like, we need an exit strategy. Yep. And the exit strategy is going to be photography. And so for the past 10 years, you've been grinding away, you know, basically perfecting your skills, sharpening your blades, just getting better and better and better, doing push-ups. Essentially, yeah. And now it's like, it seems like it's just taken off. It, it is, and I, I absolutely love it. The, yeah. the, I want my artwork on everyone's walls. I want it in everyone's right. hallways. I want it everywhere. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I definitely think that it's, it's happening. And it I, is. And I believe it will. Um, have you encountered anybody who's, like, what's it like, for example, a lot of people don't, don't get the chance to experience like this, get to experience something like this, but when you, when you start to find success after grinding for so long, do you ever feel like some people think that it's just you just got lucky or you just like stumbled onto something all the time? Do, do you do you get that kind of feedback like oh this is such a great idea I should have thought of that like as if just thinking of it is what all, it, the all time. it takes yes right like I look at your pictures and I'm like wow that's brilliant like I could do that and then I'm like no no I mean yeah technically if I stut if I put in ten years I I could do that but sure. this guy put in ten years to get good at this yeah. And I'm, I'm going to put in 10 more because you have to, like you, you were just saying, going, you have yeah. to stay with the times. If you don't stay with the yeah. times, you're, you're going to fall How do you handle behind. it when someone, get, you know, when someone tries to discount your success like that? Like, how do you handle it? it well, I just smile at them, kind of, because we work cons too, the, the Comic Cons. Yeah. And I, I do this on scene, and where I make this stuff on scene. So think oh, of those, while you're think there. those character artists. Yeah. Um, we have lines. People will, like, and we have a following. So they come to us, and, and it's, you get those little people in your in your ear while I'm sitting there working, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 I know yeah, how to I, do, I can that. do that. Yeah, I can yeah, do that. I can yeah, do that. I remember. Oh yeah, this is nothing." And they move on, right. and I just chuckle. Yeah, and I just chuckle as I'm looking at the line, the of, line people of people talking, and they're like, "Look at this freaking picture!" Yeah. Like they get so excited. Um, and then you'll get the you'll get the fun guys that will come by with their with their big expensive cameras, and they'll be like, 
oh, Photoshop, well, that's not even photography. And then right. they'll of just course, keep right yeah. on going. But I don't identify as a photographer. I'm not, I'm not that person that says, yeah, I'm a professional photographer. I'm a photography artist. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah, so I, like I, it. I take my photography, the knowledge and the aspects of it. And then it, you create art with boom, it. Boom, I blend it together with, yeah. with graphics. So it's a photography artist. Is and, what, and it's just, you know, as technology progresses, it's, it's to me, it's just as legitimate as any other form of art. I mean, it's, it's literally you're taking pieces and mending, blending them together. Hundreds of pieces. Yeah, hundreds, or hundreds of pieces. <laughs> literally. Shows, it shows how ignorant I am to the topic that I'm like, yeah, it's just too, is this the picture? I can do it. Yeah, it's just the picture. <laughs> you're just changing it. But it, it is hundreds of pieces, and you're, you're blending them together, and you're creating visual art. And yeah. visual art is, and it's real cool to look at. Um, what about long term? I mean, what do you think about? So, what do you see for Angry Elf long term? You see, you, you franchise. Franchise. I want it to. I, I want to there franchise. There would have to be some sort of technology behind it, though. Like, who's going to? There be, is. Oh, there is. Oh, something's <laughs> happening here. All right, I just got a wink. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of technology here, and I'll talk to you offline. <laughs> so you kind of have an idea where I'm going. Um, I like. I like the idea of uh, of franchising. Uh, hard to execute, but you know, this is the kind of thing where you know you're not really. Buy, you might have to buy some software, but that's you know there's so many aspiring photographers. Young, there's so many young kids. We were just talking about, mm-hmm. for example, 22 years old, doesn't know what to do, really good with graphic design. This is a perfect fit for someone like that. This would be great. Probably low cost of entry. I would, I'd, I'd be bringing people. I'm going to be bringing people in. Yeah. This time next year, I'm I'm probably going to have at least two graphic artists on staff. Yeah. Um, and a standby photographer, to be able to be doing multiples a month yeah. and so somebody helping plan... me create these somebody helping me put them together yeah, um, i mean I, I feel like f- i feel like what would be dope is if you had like a like a school like you know if people from f- across the country flew in for the weekend and like you taught them how to use how to do this and then they went back and they became the angry elf studio of you know omaha nebraska or like that's part of franchising so yeah that's, that's yeah what, you've got to create as, that training program yeah, that training program mm-hmm. i think is 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 all you really have because if you're pretty good would you agree that if you're pretty good with this stuff like it would be you could do it i've got this down and it's funny i've got this down to a science now to where i could show you exactly how to do this right like if i gave you one of my templates loaded it into photoshop and i showed you how to key an image off a green screen right drag it and drop it resize it add the little special touches you'd be like holy wow. shit yeah but that's that's, but that's accomplished 10 years, of, <laughs> 10 years of perfection yeah and that's <laughs> yeah. what you'd be selling yes right that's what you use but i've got it all bundled up these are these are templates these are layered photoshop templates um and then inside photoshop there's these things called actions they literally record the movements that i'm making so while i'm doing something they record it no kidding and then you can go back and instead of those those four hours that i just spent doing like cutting out an image i now have it under seconds it's like it'll just redo it it just does it over and over yeah so i can load an image and instead of going through the entire painstaking process of keying, I have an extraction action that literally you run it, and it gets rid of all the green. Now it's not 100%. It's not always 100%. It doesn't right, give you like still, that I mean, perfect key. So you got to go back and you got to do a little bit of touching. Right. But that's part of the process. That's the that's the fun part. And I've got my wife doing it now. That's so really cool. She can do the keying. <laughs> I mean, I can give a lot of you know people in the photography world, photo- visual photography or whatnot. Um, a lot of credit and I like what a lot of people are up to. I see a lot of it on social. Like I see people putting up these beautiful pictures and, but this is something that struck me kind of different. And that's why, because it seems like it's something that can be bigger than just the photographer it right? is. or the artist. This yeah. is, this is bigger than just you. This is something that clearly like would work all across America, but is something that can be transferred into a legitimate large scale business, which is different for, for, for photography, I think. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because think about school photography. Have, yeah. you got, have you gotten your kids' school photos back yet? No, not yet. Actually, we just took my – I have a three-year-old. She's the oldest, so she just got, like, a pre-K um, yeah. a photo done. We haven't gotten it back yet, but I'm excited to see it. At this point, though, I just want one, right? Yeah. Like, but I agree with you. A few few pictures from now, it's going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just a picture with, a with like, a, a bale of hay in the background of the pumpkin, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but you can make me one with, like, this, like, big, giant angry pumpkin. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so I can imagine when you can – and I'm a creative person, so – I enjoy. I I would indulge in that. So, so that's my son. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're looking at a picture of his son with a with his uh, goalie stick and his number, giant number beside him. You guys, look if you're listening, you got to jump onto the website. So why don't you shout out actually the website? It's angryelfstudios.com. Angry. And what's your um? What are you on Facebook and Instagram? Um, fam- Facebook is Angry Elf Studios. Yep. Um, and then on Instagram, it's just underneath me, Jeremy Standring. Just at Jeremy Standring, you'll yep. find me. Cool. Pretty quick. Yeah. You see, there's more. So there's less sports on my Instagram, and there's more. I, I'll, I'll just say creative freedom. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's all the the cosplay stuff. Yep. Um, a lot of cosplayers come to the studio to to just collaborate and create unearthy things that you could possibly see. Like because you get some talent. Well, their imaginations. <laughs> I mean, you can only do that in Hollywood. Like you right. have to watch Hollywood movies to get that level of, of um, visual art. Yes. Right? Like yep. you could actually create a Star Wars-like environment in the background and I could dress a certain way and you could blend me right into that background and it looks like I'm on a different planet Yeah. like with this weird animal behind, right? I mean, it's yeah. that crazy. It's really cool. Yeah. And it's now becoming like affordable, like technology with a combination of you refining your skills has made it like affordable, competitively affordable where I can price it against just getting a normal picture. Right. And then it's actually lower. It's actually so lower. I'm, I'm literally selling, you could buy this picture package. Yeah. Um, three, five by seven, 35 bucks. Yeah. See, that's great. Yeah. You're not going to, you're going to have to go up on your prices at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I want just like, I think everyone should be afforded to play, um, youth sports. Yeah. I want everybody to like walk in and not be like, I couldn't imagine telling your kid, I can't afford that. Right. I just couldn't. And it's, it's just a, it's a photo. Right. I'll make it for you. Like, absolutely. I, yeah. I want every kid to be able to. It's, it's a tough thing. I agree, man. <laughs> I, I grew mean, up sports, that way. <laughs> yeah, sports is, yeah, we talked about that a little yeah. bit before. We, we both grew up. I mean, I didn't grow up in the most, uh, in the best environment either. But uh, for the most part, I always felt like sports were one of the few places where kids can actually, you know, express themselves. You know, whether it be they want to be a superstar, they just want to fit in with the team, like whatever the case may be. Like it's such an important part of every person's childhood. This is their opportunity to highlight that. Yeah. Right. And mem- and, and memories, you know, like I look back at my old little baseball cards from when I was a little kid in, in the <laughs> 90s and, and I look at them and I'm like, wow, that was just such a magical moment. And then I remember, you know, taking those pictures and stuff. But this is just next level. If I had something like this, it'd probably be my wife would kill me. I'd want to like frame it, put it in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we have my wife. Believe it or not, there's there's barely any pictures hanging in my house. Right. Well, it's the hardest sense. thing is to take pictures yeah. of you. He never uh, he never poses for me. I had to bribe him with V bucks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming out on the thank podcast. It's really cool talking to you. Um, for everybody out there who's looking for something like really exciting to do uh, with their kids, or even for themselves, if you're into cosplay or, or uh, Comic Con or you just want to do something fun and creative, you got to reach out to Jeremy at Angry Elf Studios. Um, but definitely take a minute and check out his stuff so that you can understand what we were talking about today. 